Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menashe. On today's show, we're talking about how to design a product for the market when the spreadsheet's telling you otherwise. We're developing a storage facility in a tertiary market up in the Rocky Mountains. Most of the existing storage facilities in town are older and date back to the 1980s and 1990s. The newest facility was built in 2019. Market overall has very high occupancy, and we can see demand in excess of the existing supply. The interesting thing is that none of the facilities are climate controlled. When we rely on a spreadsheet analysis alone, we would come to the same conclusion that climate controlled storage would not make financial sense. There's considerable additional cost associated with insulating the space and then outfitting the heating, ventilation, and air conditioning infrastructure. The electrical requirements for the entire site would increase considerably and the additional revenue, when balanced with the additional cost, would not return additional profit to the bottom line. Essentially be neutral, running harder to be basically standing still. In short, we'd need to undertake additional effort and yield essentially zero return on that effort. The spreadsheet math says don't provide climate-controlled storage. doesn't make financial sense. We would be reaching the same conclusion as all the other storage facilities in the market. Climate control makes no sense, but this is where market positioning becomes important. If you don't want to be differentiated in the market, then it's easy to treat your product as a commodity and play the same game as everyone else. In a commodity market, all of the products are the same, they're all interchangeable, they have the same value, and the only differentiator is price. One facility might be more conveniently located and will win the business, but apart from location, these facilities are completely interchangeable. Will someone drive an extra mile to save 20 bucks a month? Well, maybe some will and some won't. It's a race to the bottom. But if someone has prized possessions that they want stored in a climate-controlled environment, they will pick you and only you if you're the only one offering that in the market. There's a real benefit to being in a category of one rather than just one of many. They will call you first. They may ultimately not choose the climate-controlled storage unit, but they will still call you first. There's a tangible marketing advantage that is otherwise intangible on a spreadsheet. Customers may choose a small climate-controlled unit for those few prized possessions and then keep the remainder of their items in a non-climate-controlled locker. There's opportunities to bundle two lockers in a packaged offering that other facilities simply can't do. When you build a building, you're not just undertaking a bricks-and-mortar exercise. You're designing a product for a specific customer. Product design involves thinking through the product usage from the customer's perspective. In this particular community, most of the homes are built using slab-on-grade construction. That means they don't have heated basements that many cold-weather communities are accustomed to. There's plenty of storage space in a heated basement, but if the community lacks that feature by and large, then you have to take that into account in your product design. The demand for storage is going to be higher than it might be in other communities. In a price-sensitive product, you also want to be thinking through packaging. The storage industry has been very traditional in terms of how they package their offerings. Locker sizes tend to be highly standardized. There's 5x5s, 5x10s, 10x10s, as well, of course, other sizes. All of the players in the market seem to offer the same size lockers. The competitors are treating their offer as a commodity. It's too easy to comparison shop. They all look the same. It's like buying a gallon of gas. If the gas station across the street is 10 cents cheaper, then you'll buy from across the street. The products are completely interchangeable. But packaging the offer differently can also create differentiation in the market. Imagine if a gas station offered a discount on any purchase above a threshold. Some customers would still choose the more expensive gas station, hoping they had enough room in their gas tank to get the discount. Packaging can be a powerful differentiator in the market. 
When you think about the difference between how Costco sells their products compared with a traditional grocery store, Costco is selling the exact same products as a grocery, but they're packaged differently. And that difference in packaging is perceived to offer additional value to the customer. And unless the customer is walking around the store with a calculator in hand, it's more difficult, it's more effort to comparison shop on each individual line item on the shelf. Someone renting a storage locker is asking themselves two simple questions. Number one, is the locker large enough to store my items? And number two, can I handle the monthly cost? They're not calculating the cost per square foot and determining which one is the better deal on a square foot basis. Whenever you deliver a product for an end customer, you want to start with the end customer experience in mind and then work backwards from that to design the product. Sometimes the product design changes are small enough and very simple to make, but they can offer a differentiation in the market and put your company into a category of one rather than one of many in the sea of sameness. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.